Right, right. So uh, the stream is in the university called Maharaja Sayajira University in Vadodara, Gujarat. And you're from Gujarat yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a 7.5 kilometer stream mm-hmm. and runs through the heart of our university and then ultimately into the river Vishwamitri. Music, great conversation, and a whole lot of K. Welcome to Bangalore's personal ray of sunshine. You're locked into Good Morning Bangalore with K. 94.3 One World, your station. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. I'm pretty sure, and I think you'll agree with me in saying that this is not a problem that's only unique to this particular place in Gujarat. In fact, it's one that is across our country, right? It's a problem that we have across our country. We just haven't dealt with it in the right manner, um, I feel. Let's get to, of course, winning this amazing award, the Youth for Earth Award. Let me, can I say unexpected for you? Yeah, technically. Technically. Okay. So when you did get it, uh, were you surprised and and how did you kind of react to the news? (laughs) So I got to know it about uh, about the war through uh, my team members actually. They were constantly following Mobius Foundation and all these people online. And then our group won. It was called Our Common Future. And no such name was announced, but I was the team leader. So I got to know through social media and my juniors that we won it. And it was an amazing experience interacting with more people about it. And then awesome. Plastic Tide Turners was something entirely different. I got to meet even more people on a global platform, you know, working in Kenya, in Nairobi. And that was wonderful. Can I ask you, you know, you're, you're, you're fairly young and you have a very keen interest in the environment. Where did the yeah. interest really start from? And um, why is it that you feel more of the youth really need to actively take up causes that fight for the environment? A question I get asked a lot. So, growing up in Assam and Meghalaya, my dad was posted there and I was privileged to see and live close to nature, which, you know, literally untouched ecosystem. And then proximity to such forests and mountains, it just instills a sense of responsibility. You know, when you see their gradual destruction, your heart actually breaks. And then when it came to choosing a subject, it was not very hard to go for natural sciences. Right. And then again, when we come to youngsters working, I think we need more empathy in conservation. And it's not just science, we also need communication. Right. Because still we walk with the people till we have public engagement, speak their language, walk with them, gauge their attention. We won't be able to actually bring in action into the real world. There are people who complain about blues, and there are people who listen to Good Morning Bangalore with K. Let's go! One World, your station. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. like uh, for the youth of our country and especially those concentrated in urban areas because we have a lack of you know not maybe not as much nature around us that has automatically made us insensitive towards the same i think yeah but then again there are many people with the power of social media you know we're trying to see these ecosystems we're trying to see these landscapes but 
do you think it's enough though i mean i mean do you think it's enough to kind of just be like a social media voice and talk about it a lot rather than making any real on ground action rather than you know being a say like an activist online if you're mm-hmm. located in an urban area rather than going on ground and making the change yourself like much like what you guys did i think in when we talk about conservation when we talk about environment protection everyone has a different role to play there are some people who are really good with social media campaigning and they could actually go ahead with it but then there also has to be a team who will take their message on the ground grassroots people who are there working for it right so everyone whoever can pitch in in any way they can you should but yeah just one form wouldn't work there has to be a balance between you know sure. i keep saying science and communication yeah So I think a balance would help. Let me also ask you. I mean, you've taken a very you know when I was reading through your credentials, you're now currently doing a PhD in extreme hydrological events. Now, wow, that is yeah. a mouthful. Firstly, but I, what made you kind of pick something up like this? I mean, I know it's kind of inevitable that we'll have a lot of extreme events yeah. when it comes to nature in general uh, in the next couple of years. But but what yeah. kind of pushed you to take something like this as your PhD? So I've always been good at disaster management as a subject. So I was actually looking at it and uh, trying to come up with small plans for you know projects. And then uh, when the opportunity came, uh, I'm an Inspire Fellow uh, through Government of India. And when the opportunity came, I came to Bangalore at Etri, and I'm a PhD student here. And developing this project, you know, which talks about floods and droughts and how they are both. extremes of rainfall and how they are interlinked and then ultimately shaping up agriculture you know and all these things and these incidents of floods droughts are just going to keep increasing with respect to climate change with respect to continuous land use change when i say land use change i mean urbanization for sure studying them understanding them is one of the things i'm really keen about and i really like to look at clouds understand their patterns and then you know talk about them i can talk about clouds for one whole segment but let's not go there so yeah these kind of things really interest me and i'm starting to work on it let's see where that goes looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning every morning you're okay uh. 94.3 One world, your station. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. I also want to kind of get to asking you there are a lot of the youth out there who want to make good and great ecological change in the ecosystems around us not only in urban areas but in rural areas as well um being a person who's kind of like you know knee deep in all of this what would be your little two cents or advice to such people who want to do a lot but have not yet begun that journey to everyone who's wanting to work towards environment i suggest you don't just go for a degree if you want you can go for it but just start working just start working right where you are you don't need to be in a particular landscape you don't need to be in western ghats to be conserving western ghats just look around you look around the backgrounds of uh, different landscapes in your area right. look in your own house how plastic is being segregated how waste is being segregated right. look in your own society if someone is cutting a tree try to understand why it's happening how it's happening and then take action right then and there and you know just don't think how big or small that action is right. just try and start from there if you keep thinking about it planning about it i don't think it might work 
makes sense last but definitely not the least you know with all the the crazy things that have been happening uh, across the world in fact in these unprecedented events that have been happening i think these small changes across the world will really be the ones that snowball into so much more but um I, you know i'm very excited to speak to someone like you who has started this from a very very young age i mean already having uh, you know say like for example a uh, you know uh, something to your name saying that you guys managed to you know clear and remove 700 kgs of plastic from an urban stream is fantastic i mm. mean is to say the least but um i hope more people take in- inspiration from your story for sure you know how are you balancing everything by the way because you're 24 years old you're doing your phd and you're doing all this stuff how in the world are you balancing everything oh it's a tricky job but uh, i think having a team uh, at your back you know who has your back supporting you who's still working i'm in bangalore but the right. project is going on in gujarat and i'm doing phd the people helping me are doing msc right <laughs> and they are continuously monitoring the stream they have that much passion for it so i don't know having a team like how i have is something that really helps you balance out things right you know everyone has to keep working so that wheels keep turning and the things go ahead and not just come to a halt so i think a good piece of advice would be don't be like a solo rider do things as a team and that'll have a better impact for sure yeah yeah because conservation i don't think it's a one man yep. thing yep. you need a You just need a village. You need an army behind you to actually keep things going. You can't just alone go and start something. You can actually, and then try to get in more people to help you out. Who have the you, you know, carry the same amount of emotion and passion as you. Right. Sneha Shahi is, of course, uh, currently pursuing her PhD in extreme hydrological events at Atri Bangalore. Uh, she's one of the 18 young activists, like I just told you, affiliated with the UNEP's Plastic Tide Turner campaign, and uh, she, along with her team, have picked up the Youth for Earth award. Um, been great chatting with you, Sneha. I want to thank you so much for taking out the time, and I wish you all the very best in your journey forward. And uh, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter yet? At Off air with K. Slide into his DMs now. One world, your station.